What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, January 31st, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the OK Beast. It's Blessing, me. Eddie Oye Jr. How's it going, Greg? It's good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty relaxed this It's morning. very relaxed. Yeah. If you are an audio listener just on your tugboat going down there, chumming the waters, trying to catch some crabs, I understand, man. Nothing's different for you. But if you are one of the visual listeners over on YouTube.com slash games and or RoosterTeeth.com. <laughs> visual listeners. I call them visual listeners. <laughs> uh, you might notice that, yeah, we're not at the desk today. We are at the the fun set. Oh yeah, the comfy set. We're on a couch. We're on a couch. We got a right table now. in front of us. Well, I guess we had a table before. Yeah, but now it's but a coffee table. It's, yeah, it's a different kind of Do table. This kind of move. Oh on it. I didn't wow. Even put on the, I didn't even put on the shirt and tie because it's such a laid back yeah. stream today. Uh, of course, you knew it. January was our fifth anniversary. We're back. We hired Blessing. We brought back PS I Love You. We have a bunch of stuff. We didn't fire Andy like I wanted to. But uh, we did a stream 12 hours in the beginning for the Kind of Funny anniversary. Uh, and it was, of course, funding all of Kind of Funny Games 4.0, including PS I Love You, including Blessing, including the brand new studio we announced, 4,800 square feet, all these different things we're doing. Uh, it's a fundraiser, as you know. We filled in the thermometer on that day in the beginning of January. One of the things was another 12-hour stream. Today is the second 12-hour stream. So to drive it home again, remember, if you are listening to this in February, you can no longer help us in the same way. But if you're listening in the current time period, watching the stream right now, we are raising money throughout the month of January. Every dollar donated, every new pledge, every increased pledge uh, will get your name written on the wall over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny or patreon.com slash games. It'll get your name on the new studio wall. Uh, you'll get all sorts of cool bonuses. We just put up uh, Greg Way and Bless Way. Yeah. You get those exclusive shows on Patreon. Uh, they're monthly, obviously. There's a whole bunch of perks you can go over there and read. Kevin is slowly unwrapping a breakfast burrito, is it? Lucho's? Yeah. What'd you get in it? Bacon or chorizo? Oh yeah, that's that's a jam right there. Can I give you a fun fact about Blessway? Sure. The episode we just put up. Yeah. First and last episode of Blessway. I heard about this. Yeah. yeah. I saw people. Were, I saw someone immediately confused in yeah. the comments, and then like I'm an idiot. I should have looked a little bit longer. Yeah. Because no, now you've already renamed it. Right? I renamed it. Yeah. So that's the thing, right? Blessway is already up and done. It's over. Now it's bless up. It's up and done. And yeah. Now it's bl and bless, bless up, up. Episode one is out next month. Okay. Wow. I'm excited about that. Is yeah. it gonna be very different from Blessway? We'll see. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we'll figure it all out, you know. Uh, but enough about that. Today, let's talk about the fact that there's no new Switch coming in 2020. Then, there's a new Switch coming in 2020, and so much more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can go there, support us, get every show ad-free, get the shows with the exclusive post shows like this one usually has, but won't today because there's a 12-hour stream get off my fucking back you understand right uh, of course you can just go there and toss us a few bucks if you think we're doing a good job we love and appreciate you regardless uh, you can watch live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games like so many of you are right now for this 12 hour stream if you're watching live you have a special job go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames listening on podcast services watching on roosterteeth.com around well, that's a new computer the Globe. I'm not going to do that. You know, oh, the yeah. old computer, who the fuck cared? Exactly. This new guy, he's doing pretty well. I'm not going to fuck with him. Fair. Uh, housekeeping for you. As I mentioned, second 12-hour stream, you're in the middle of it. Uh, I also want to mention yesterday we did We Have Cool Friends with Ray. 
uh, aka twitch.tv slash brownman. It's an excellent episode. Uh, if you remember yesterday, though, the internet was garbage here. There's like four different versions of it processing in YouTube. I don't understand what that means, but the podcast version is up, and eventually the YouTube video will be up. It'll probably go live sometime during this 12-hour stream or over the weekend. Please support that episode. That is when you send things out to die. We are not trying to send that out to die. Speaking of dying, Gregway, uh, Josh McCuga, not dead. Josh oh. McCuga, friend of the show, has a brand new show on a real TV station. The tweet reads like this. Here you go. Wednesday, March 11th at 10 p.m. Hashtag eating history only on at history. Thank you to everyone involved for all the support. Could not be here without you. Did you watch the trailer for it? No. I, oh I heard, when I was coming around the corner, I heard you guys say it was up. Yeah. And I had seen somebody, uh, I think History Channel leaked its own announcement and ran an ad for it two days ago. Oh. And McCuga was freaking out yesterday when somebody tweeted him an image. So you can go to Josh McCuga's uh, Twitter right now. Yeah. You can watch the video there, the promo for eating history. It sounds really cool, right? They're yeah. just eating... Like, they're finding old food that never got open and eating it. Exactly, Which sounds yeah. horrible, and... Like stuff that's, like, 50, 60 years old. Exactly. I would say, that's start awesome. saying goodbye to Josh McCuga. He will not be here forever. Botulism is very real, and I don't trust anything that History Channel's making them do. But, again, bad opinions about bad boys. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by G.I. Joe, War on Cobra, and Robin Hood. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is, and forever will be, The Roper Report. Tom, whoa, whoa, no, your mic goes up, whoa, whoa, time for some news, five items on the rope report, a baker's dozen, and worth pointing out, if you've never seen a kind of funny 12 hour stream, uh, the, 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 the nuts and the bolts, they're very loose, so just, oh, yeah. you know, it's going to be a laid back games day, they're going to have some fun here, I'll tell you what, bless. I didn't like my hair this morning, but I think I like it right now on camera, oh really, you're yeah. seeing it, it's looking good, yeah, here's yeah. my thing, I don't like my hair from this angle, I feel like my hairline, when, when, the, when the lights, are yeah. shining directly on my head. You can sure. kind of see the faults in my hairline more. But sure. The fault in I'm your stars, surviving. right? It's exactly. Too, you know what I mean? That's, exactly. uh, that's how I constantly feel about my hair. I feel like my hair is constantly a mess and just the worst. And then that's I see it on camera. That's why you wear those hats all the time. What? That's why you wear those hats all the time. Exactly. Hey, we so, can make a pack right now. We can both go bald. I mean, I I would. What what do we need to hit on the thermometer today during the stream for you to shave your head? That 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 is something that you'd have to run by Alyssa because Alyssa doesn't like me with short hair. So she can join in too. All of us go bald. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. Uh, number one on the rope report, no new Switch in 2020. This is Luke Plunkett over at Kotaku. Despite already announcing and releasing a new Switch model in 2019, rumors that Nintendo would release another variant of its latest console, a beefier, fancier Pro version, have refused to go away. So Nintendo has come out and just flat out said it. There are no new Switch models coming, at least in 2020. No doubt keen to have people buy their consoles now instead of holding out for some hypothetical uh, point in the future. The, for some more hypothetical new model, a short statement tucked away on, the, on page 10 of Nintendo's latest report reads, quote, Please note that we have no plans to launch a new, a new Nintendo Switch model during 2020. Blessing. Yes. Do you buy it? I 100% buy it. Yeah. Now, it's, it's important to note that I believe they said the same thing last year. Uh, and they released the N- Nintendo Switch Lite, and so mm. like you know there is a precident for them lying not necessarily to your face. yeah lying to your face. Yeah. But I think this kind of lines up with this year already being busy as it is, at least for console releases, right? Like we're gonna get the PS5, we're gonna get the Xbox Series X, right? And Nintendo could release a Switch Pro, and I I feel like you know that wouldn't totally tank the system, but at the same time it's just it's easier and cleaner, and you get the message out a little bit more um, like. A little bit more isolated if you put it out, say, in 2021, as opposed to this fall. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's no there's no rush. There's no hurry. Eminem 
writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames just like you can. It says, good morning, KFGD crew. Nintendo, as part of their financial meeting, stated they have no plans to release a new console version in 2020. This contradicts rumored reports, but I think the move to hold off on a new 2020 version makes a lot of sense. Nintendo marches to the beat of its own drum, but avoiding Sony and Xbox's console release makes logical sense to me. My question is, does a 2021 spring release window seem likely? The original Switch launched in the spring, and launching a few months after Sony slash Xbox would give people's wallets time to breathe. Thanks, Evan M. I would say spring and fall probably have an equal chance. Like, I think spring would make sense in the term, in, in the idea that, you know, spring is usually not too busy, right? And the, yeah. the original Switch released in spring, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. that was obviously successful for them. I think, I think the thing that might dictate when this, when the theorized Switch Pro or whatever it's called might release is when Zelda 2 is ready. Or sure. not Zelda 2, but Breath of the Wild yeah, 2. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they would want that that game to release Do alongside Do you not think Breath Switch. of the Wild 2 is this week, or this week, this year? This year, no. no? I don't you think Breath of the Wild 2 is this year. Okay. Uh, I think, okay. I could see it being spring. I could see it being fall next year. And I think, like, there's precedent for both, for both because the Switch Lite was fall. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I could see it. I could see it happening in spring, but... I don't think it's guaranteed. Here's what I'll tell you. First off, I don't, to your question, Evan M, I would say you wait till fall or summer. Because I think spring is still too close to those consoles. And the big problem they're going to have is, and I don't, I, when I hear Switch Pro, and granted, everybody knows I'm a PlayStation console person. So like mm -hmm. the Xbox, or Nintendo before this to me, I don't have a great, yeah, I, I had a Wii and I really enjoyed it. I had my DSs here and there. Um, I, they can't call it the Switch Pro, right? It is not going to be that powerful. They, what are they going? I mean, it's got. It's going to be. It's going to be like slightly better at best. Yeah, right? I, 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 I think it's going to be more like how the Nintendo 3DS, the jump was from there. The one to, well, no, it was uh, the new. The was it XL or the new Nintendo 3DS? The new Nintendo 3DS sounds right when mm. it had the nub or whatever. Yeah. But XL also sounds right. But XL was, was a thing at one, one point, and then there was the new 3DS. Was the new 3DS. Which one was the one that could play games better? Like there was, there was one of one of the one of the 3DSs could play certain games better. I remember there were like certain games that ran horribly on the original 3DS. But I could see it being something like that. I don't think they would call it the new Switch because I think the new branding is done. I think the new branding was more of a Wii era thing, right? Totally. So like, I don't know what they would call it. That's the problem, though. Yeah. I feel like that's the idea. Is that I, I think don't Switch think XL wanna... could be a, an idea. Is it going to be bigger though? Is that where they're going to go I mean, with it? If it is bigger, I, I don't, I don't think it's not not. Gonna, I, Hmm. I don't think it's not not going to be. Not going to be bigger. I can see it being, well, here's the question for you, right? Wait, do you, what do you think a Switch Pro is, theorized? Personally, I know I sound stupid and will be proven wrong because obviously things get updated. I don't know if they'll do a Switch Pro. Like, I just don't, it's it, in the, you know, it was in the uh, question here, right? Of mm -hmm. like, Nintendo marches to the beat of its own drum. And so, yeah, they put out the... We have people rolling in here, right? So, hold on, let's go. The Kebab says the new 3DS had more power than a regular 3DS. Okay. Um, the Nintendo... Here we go. Uh, Mizuki says the new Nintendo 3DS is the one that played more intensive games. Mm -hmm. XL just had the bigger screen. Okay, that's why. So, I, I don't... I don't think the Switch has been out long enough, and I still think there's so much more success for the Switch ahead mm -hmm. that you need to come out and say it's the new Switch new Nintendo Switch, right? And so then you're pinned back in a corner of, I don't know if people, some people do, want a bigger Switch. Personally, I don't need that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think people already covered with uh, the Switch Lite for, a different, for the smaller version. 
So then you just get into this murky territory of like, they've already made the Switch more powerful, right? This is the big thing when the you know the new model yeah. number of the Switch came out that had the better battery, right? Yeah. That was like well, okay. that's not like more powerful. That was just better better battery and sure. like small features. That but you I still feel notice. like you'd be I, Nintendo almost accomplishes the same thing by doing that, right? By winding down on production of their old models and putting out the new models, and that every model is the new model. If that makes sense, I don't. Yeah. It's just I think so. That that's you know apples and oranges to the argument. Mm-hmm. I still think they're going to be pinned down by the fact that how do you market a new Nintendo Switch, a Switch Pro, in the wake of PlayStation Four and Xbox? Because mm-hmm. if the idea is, hey, we want to, you know, this has been a, a success outside of just gamers, right? This is a mass market success. Mm-hmm. How do you communicate that message to people while, all, but not? Is, communicate that message to the the parents who have bought a Nintendo Switch and enjoy it, but don't keep up with video games, but also not overextend the message to make it sound like this is the Switch 2. Yeah, I feel like the Switch Lite was the thing that was for, like, hey, this is for families, and this is for people, like, yeah. this for... This is the thing that parents can get for their kids for this Christmas because they have multiple kids that want to buy the, that want to play the Switch, or like you're a parent that plays the Switch and want to get another Switch for your kid, but you don't want to uh, buy one full price, right? Sure. Or you just want like a portable Switch for like multiple kids or whatever it may be, right? I feel like that's what the Switch Lite was. Whereas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a possible Switch Pro or Switch XL or whatever it may, might be, might be like the enhanced version of a Switch is for the quote-unquote hardcore audience. Yeah. Right? But here's where I want to stop you. Yeah. And have the, continue, this is a great discussion, by the way. I really like you. I'm glad you work here. Of course. Of course. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Do you think that a Switch Pro could be created by the Nintendo we know and have seen do everything they do and then be celebrated by the hardcore gamer? Like, I just don't, I don't see Nintendo giving a shit in that regard to the hardcore gamer Mm -hmm. because I think Nintendo already has them. I have my Switch. I'm a hardcore gamer. I love the Switch, but yeah. I, it's like... But you would buy another one. Well, I mean, maybe not you, but Tim Geddes would well, buy another one. I'll tell you right now, number two on the Roper Report, we'll talk about the next yeah. Switch I'm buying. But like, if that's the thing. Is like, yeah, a few people would. And I guess this could be mm-hmm. very much when I was totally off base about the PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox Pro. Or no, mm-hmm. Xbox X. Where I was just like, What's, oh, this What's isn't exciting. Why is this a thing? Yada, yada, yeah. yada. And then when my PlayStation broke, that's what I bought. And I, I just encourage everybody to buy that. Mm-hmm. But like... I just don't know. I mean, I, think, I don't think it would be powerful enough. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be powerful enough or big enough or different enough that it would be like this, oh my God, yes. It'll be, yeah. It would be the, well, well I'm going to buy it because I buy it. I don't think they care care too much about it being like an, oh my gosh, like this is a huge deal kind of thing. I think they just want, they would like another skew out there, right? Something that's even incrementally better for people to buy, yeah. right? Because I feel like for Nintendo, the way they think about their, their handhelds, like they don't mind having a bunch of different choices as far as oh yeah i can get this one that you know supports more 1080p games as opposed to like i i, I feel like a lot of switch games end up yeah they're like the screen, a, zelda right? is like 900p or, or 900p, something. Yeah. yeah um right like i feel like small changes like that or small upgrades like that speak to enough people that it'd be worth nintendo doing it like the nintendo like nintendo did the new the new new nintendo 3ds they did the xl they did the 2ds they did like the 2ds xl like which is great is it great yeah, because it's like it's it doesn't feel awkward to hold. It's like an actual like it's no longer flip. the doorstop, right? Yeah, oh, yeah it's it was like one a, that's actually closed, right? Yeah, exactly. the clamshell. Yeah, and so I feel like for them, they the way they view their handhelds is more, and it's 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 an interesting conversation because the Switch is a hybrid, and so you don't want to muddle the message way too much. But I feel like I feel like there's a there's a nice in between space of like not releasing a million 
skews of the Switch, but still releasing enough options out there to where you, you feel like there is a natural progression over the course of the generation before we get the Switch 2 or whatever yeah, the yeah, actual yeah. next-gen leap is. But I, that, And that's why I feel like it's not happening this year for sure is because of the Xbox or Xbox Series X plus PS5. Like, that information can kind of get muddled there. But I feel like next year, even spring of next year, right? Like, I feel like you've gotten away from it enough to where you can announce a Switch. Like, if you name it Switch XL, I feel like you kind of get what it is if it's, like, a bigger screen. And then a couple and years see, that's, later, that's where I think gets that's where it gets more interesting in this conversation is that that's the redesign I think is super possible. With, in, in a Switch mm -hmm. XL, it would be a more powerful Switch. It would be able to run 1080, whatever. Yeah. But it would be this idea that like people throw around the Pro and talk about the Pro as if that would be the major selling point of it. And I just don't see that being the case. Mm -hmm. Where Nintendo's like, look at how powerful this is. No, I don't think that at all. If it's going to be, it's a bigger screen. It's like uh, an iPad mini or whatever. Mm -hmm. like that, And they can run games that are better. It's running them closer to what it looks like on your TV. That I get. That I believe. Yeah. It's just this idea that I think, especially for people who didn't live through the Nintendo 3DS, the 3DS XL, the new 3DS yeah. and all this stuff. Like, I feel like when they hear Pro, they are legitimately thinking they're going to be like getting PS4 this. Like Pro kind And of I thing. think you need, to, yeah, exactly. You need to dial that back because Nintendo doesn't care about their games running or looking that way. And even if they did put it out and they were like, cool, it's the same form factor of a Switch, but it runs 1080 and can load faster and do this. My art counter to that would be like, well, who's... Of the indies that are putting their games out on this, of the non, the third-party stuff that's being put on, even exclusive stuff, mm -hmm. who's going to take advantage of that? You're not going to get that, right? Like, Nintendo yeah. games look like Nintendo games. And kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, right? Like, how many games took advantage of the new Nintendo 3DS? Because I want to say it was like two or three <laughs> that mm. took advantage of the power of the new Nintendo 3DS. But I feel like there's still... I think there were still like enough like little improvements. Yeah. Um, well, like, that, again, that was the, the nub, and like they they added yeah. in things that were like I remember <laughs> even I remember doing a thing with like Destiny Legary at PAX after we played it, oh, and it was that thing of like I'm not gonna buy this, but it's cool. I understand why you'd want it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember like there being a lot of controversy about games not running as well on the on the OG 3DS because they were, they ran well on the new Nintendo 3DS, and so like and I think I, there's just like enough of like little switch improvements that you can do. Like yeah, it's not gonna be like yeah I, I agree with Greg like where it's not gonna be like this huge like powerful push of like look at how powerful this console is, but I think there still will be like little upgrades of like yeah. Hey, there's not like frame drops in Breath of the Wild or Link's Awakening, and like, oh, we can actually scale up to full 1080p or more yeah, than that. Yeah, and right? that's my and that's I my think... thing too. Is like, I don't think a Switch Pro is like dynamically more powerful by any means, but I think it is like, you it's know, just little things, like that the, the little improves, things, right? Yeah. Like being able to, to do like 1080p or being able to actually run through the um, the what's call it, the Lost Forest in Breath of the Wild, <laughs> and um, then also uh, all those frame drops. Foodie and Fit it says uh, Bluetooth headphones would also be yeah, like really so, and, cool. and, and that, thing, those I, types of things. What I want to yeah. call it here, Nanobiologist put up a Pocket Gamer article from basically the release date. Uh, this is Chris James, February 10th, 2015. Six 3DS games that take advantage of your new Nintendo 3DS's extra features, right? Mm -hmm. This Friday the 13th is far from unlucky for Nintendo fans. It's the new, it's the day the new Nintendo 3DS and its XL variant arrives on UK and US uh, shores. Uh, the ultimate version is one of the six handles today, blah, blah, blah. But then it goes through, right? So it was like, this is all the stuff in there that I think is, again, what we're talking about, more than just power, right? It was the new C-Stick, 
which is used was used Think, by yeah. the majority that was the nub, mask. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Extra CPU and RAM, Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, extra shoulder buttons, Monster Hunter uh, 4 Ultimate, Amiibo support for Smash Brothers, improved 3D for Super Mario 3D Land, uh, faster download speeds. They they cited Bravely Default as the one that would take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. So like that's like what we're talking about in a way that I just don't. You, they're in. We're out. Regardless of what we say or do, because mm -hmm. uh, right now I'm about to say they're in a rock and a hard place with it. They are not. The Nintendo Switch is a runaway success. It continues to sell well. It's about to have a huge fucking day, at least, with Animal Crossing, let alone the year, I imagine, when they reveal what else is happening the rest of the year, that Nintendo's got more up their sleeve. I don't see them losing steam. No matter what, if you put out a, th a, a Switch and it is more powerful, people are going to buy it. Yeah. Like, and you know, I, I was, when, I, when I was sitting there being like, I don't know why you'd buy a PlayStation 4 Pro, a million people were out there on my Twitter feed buying it because... Mm -hmm. I have a 4K TV. I do want this thing. I do want the games to look as best yeah. as they can. There are, uh, there are a lot of Tims out there. Yeah, right. And so for the Switch, there'd be a lot of Tims as well. And, like, I, I, I'd be surprised if they put out a Switch Pro that had 4K support on TV. But, I mean, that could be, that could be an option. I feel like that'd be outside of Nintendo's wheelhouse. But, like, when I think of, you know, things that Nintendo would do in order to make a Switch, quote-unquote, Switch Pro viable or, like, an upgraded version of Switch viable, right, like... I think of the more creative things, right? Like we, like Barrett mentioned Bluetooth, but also like what if you did support for different types of like creative Joy-Cons that you could only yeah. use on the new Switch that is like, oh, like, oh yeah, here, here are Joy-Cons that look like a GameCube controller yeah, that you yeah, attach yeah. on, right? Which that's something that, that I think people theorized at the beginning of the Switch lifecycle that maybe they could use that as a selling point of the new Switch. I don't know, but like ideas like that that are more creative in a sense than purely technological in the ways yeah. that we think for a PS4 Pro or an Xbox One X. You know, I think Nintendo is weird enough and they march enough to the beat of their own drum, like we were saying here, that I could see them going a more creative route in terms of justifying a new Switch model. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Uh, yeah, not this year, apparently, according to Nintendo. Uh, some of your wrongs here. Uh, Ignacio Rojas points out, the new Switch model doesn't have a battery battery. It has a more efficient chipset that improved the battery consumption. Thank you. Uh, Ignacio Rojas again, there was no 2DS XL. There was a new 2DS XL. Are you? Oh, Fuck oh, you, Nintendo, boo! Uh, John Bob Stab, or yeah, John Bob Stab. Uh, Minecraft was 3DS only. Uh, okay. New, oh, sorry, new was 3DS new 3DS only. only. I left out the only important word in that sentence. Uh, Ignacio says only the new models of the 3DS family could run SNES virtual console stuff. And then ANA. Kin JMT, Anakin JMT, says there were 22 games, according to the Neo Gaff thread, that were new 3DS exclusive. Exclusive? Yeah. Wow, wow that's way more than I thought. Yeah, right? So yeah, Nintendo. Always going to be Nintendo about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, this is the one, obviously, that I'm sure most of you know about. It swept the world in Twitter by storm yesterday. Number two on the Roper Report. The Animal Crossing Switch is gorgeous. Barrett, go ahead and throw it up there. Good lord. Uh, this is the tweet that accompanied this if you're an audio listener. Uh, uh, hashtag Nintendo Switch system inspired by hashtag Animal Crossing New Horizons is on the way with unique Joy-Con controllers, a custom design on the back, and a special Nintendo Switch dock. It's the perfect way to start your island life. Available March 13th, for $300. That's one week before Animal Crossing. It does not come with Animal Crossing. It just is themed after Animal Crossing. This thing, blessing. Good lord. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. You gonna buy it? No. You I'm, not, I'm not huge into Animal Crossing. Only me and Joey in this office care about Animal Crossing, and I ain't sure. mad. I ain't mad about it, because that means I, don't, I only have to fight her for this if Nintendo sends us one. I want them to sell the Joy-Con, uh, the Joy-Con colors. Too bad, that's not gonna happen. Well, you don't you think, know, it, you don't think it'll ever happen? Eventually, they'll probably bundle them alone. 
Because yeah, those colors are nice. Yeah. yeah, I really like this light blue one. Th throw it back up just while we yeah. talk about it, this entire time. Because this is just like, it not only is it beautiful, it's peaceful. You look at this and you feel the island time. Yeah, I almost you feel Tom Nook there. I almost tweeted down out. down your fucking neck to pay some bills. I almost made a tweet, but I decided against it uh, because this is a happy time for Nintendo fans. I, was, I almost made a tweet that was like, oh man, this new IKEA Switch looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to annoy anybody. Goddamn. I don't know what I'm going to do. Really? This is the first time for a Nintendo Switch where I'm like, fuck, I really want that one. Just buy it. Well, I guess actually, no. I, that, the first the se first time after the first... The second time after my original Switch mm. was the Super Mario Odyssey bundle, which was perfect because I bought that for Jen so she could have her own, and then I just stole those Joy-Cons. Yeah, those like you know dark I mean? red ones? Yeah. Oh, fuck, they're those so beautiful cool. Beautiful red ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just buy it. It's, it's you, bucks, you, though, you know what I mean? true. And, but, and then also, it saved me because I assume, and I haven't done any research on this, that this is the... Better chipset, right? So I'd actually get all that battery life out of it. Ooh. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good I point. Saw, that's a uh, very good on point. On Twitter, when I made a tweet about this, somebody did respond saying that the GameStop deal is back to trade in your Switch and get 250 oh, credit. Oh, wow. But I don't know if that's true. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Because that's, right. that's how much it was, right, when the original, when they were originally like traded in, get the new... I'll, the, do, some, I'll do some research. Thank you. I'm yeah. on it. But then even then, it's like... How, what do I do, right? I don't want to wait till the 13th to go in there and make that transaction, it, but I can't be without a Switch for that Yeah. Long. You know what it's, I mean? I'm really liking the Joy-Cons here, Greg. And yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. I started getting that Joy-Con Joy uh, drift? drift on the my left Joy-Con. Oh. So That's I, I'm in the market for I one. also have the Drift. I just started getting it, like, uh, last week. I, I noticed, like, Link was moving on his own a couple of times, so that was fun. The thing for me is, um, now that you guys mention it, like, I do have some reasons to get a new Switch. Between, like, the new models having the improved battery yeah, yeah. life or the improved chipset that lead to a better battery I got a little scratch life. on my screen, too. Yeah, like... and, like, hmm, and the, and the drift, you know, getting a new Switch, it's a good idea. The thing is, I... I feel like I'm not big enough of an Animal Crossing fan to actually get the, the Animal Crossing Switch. I feel uh, like then I'm a poser. Tommy Boy does say in the chat here, or not the chat, you're wrong, sorry, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Uh, Animal Crossing Joy-Cons are available separately in Japan. Oh, oh So yeah. you can hit a Play oh. Asian and port them that one. Hmm. Or we can just go to Japan like we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we can do that Japan trip. Remember, also, yeah, which I feel like is already confirmed. Japan. We're doing that, right? Because that's yeah. similar to the Mario ones. Like you, you can only get the red ones imported from Japan, and Amazon yeah. does that for you. To, though, Look at so. peace. I feel, mm. I feel peaceful. Peace is radiating off of this image. They know they know what they're doing though. Like they set this in front of like in a peaceful setting right here. Like yeah. you, here, if we go, here we go. Current trading offers from GameStop. Trading credit when you trade in your Switch or PS4 or Xbox One. Damn. Wow. Offer valid through February 9th. See, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. so you'll be like a month without without a Switch. Yeah, that's a God. that's a long time. Hmm. It's tough. You have gens though. They can just yeah, steal you just you, you transfer over know. your profile and stuff oh, like man, that I over there. Looked into this, isn't it? A, it's, not, it's not a bitch anymore to transfer and do anything. I mean, I, it, it never was. I never understood the hubbub about it. It's, the problem the is right. It doesn't auto upload stuff, right? That's the big deal. So you have to make sure you're doing it. Yeah, you have to make sure like saves are protected and shit. Because like I had to send in my switch when I had like one of the batteries that were expanding in my switch, so I had to trade it trade it in and so or like send it back to Nintendo so they could fix it. So I transferred my profile to like. A switch at the IGN office, and yeah. I like I just played on that like for a week, and then it came back. Okay. It's fucking simple. So I've not seen the thermometer for the twelve-hour stream. Yeah, I haven't. But either. If, I think Joey's in charge of it. She's not here. If either. the Japan, if the Japan trip isn't on there. Oh wow! I mean, well, well, you might do the trip. Remember to Cleveland is on. No, wait. Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh. No. Pittsburgh. Oh. The Pittsburgh trip is on there. That's the rat is going to Cleveland, Greg. That's Sorry, yeah, going. they have been talking about that long enough. Uh, nanobiologist has a little workaround too for us. 
Greg, you can create an Amazon Japan account with your current Amazon account and buy them the, your Joy-Cons that way. Well, I did yeah. that with the Disney uh, Sum Switch and it was only, when it was only available in Japan. No, crazy. Play Asian markups. There you go. But yeah, yeah, go back and go back. Yeah, so here we're still looking at it. You got the past. Look at the, the oh, detail man. there. Yeah, that's really you cool. Got the yeah, they knew what they were doing. doing. God, they know what they're doing. Like, I want to live in whatever, whatever house this was shot in. Yeah, no, totally right. Because this place looks this clean. nice wood. They're, yeah. they're down at a beach, probably. Get some fresh oysters. Have to wear a hoodie, you know, when the sun goes down. Oh, yeah. That's, always, that's, that's the best. About, right? yeah. Wearing a hoodie to sleep. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, number three on the Ropa Report, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order crushes some sales numbers. This is Matt Kim over at IGN. Respawns, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is already a hit, but EA now says the single-player Star Wars adventure is on track to hit 10 million unit sales. During EA's Q3 2020 financial call with investors, EA revealed that sales of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order significantly, significantly beat our expectations. CFO Blake Jorgensen uh, says that EA originally predicted Jedi Fallen Order to sell between 6 and 8 million units for the fiscal year, but Star Wars already hit the high end of that in the third quarter. Hmm. EA now says it anticipates Jedi Fallen Order to sell around 10 million units in the fiscal year, a very strong result for a single-player action game, end quote. Not only is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order critically acclaimed, and kind of funnies, game of the year, 2019. No big deal, huh? Go to Hell Apex Legends. Shouldn't have been Apex Legends. Should have been Apex Legends. Go to Hell Apex Legends. But according to EA, the game is selling well above expectations. According to the MPD group, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was December 2019's best-selling game and the sixth best-selling game of 2019 after only just two months. Well-deserved. Single-player games aren't dead. How do you feel like, or where do you feel the relationship between EA and Star Wars is at now? Because me and Tim were having this conversation when there were the KOTOR rumors floating around. Yeah, God, right? I hope those are true. What, do you feel like EA, or Star Wars is going to renew with EA? No, no ch not really? chance. Really? Here's what I think is going to happen, is that I think Star Wars and Disney are in such a different place now. Mm. Where, in terms of when they got that license and they signed with EA and they got going, right? Where you've seen, like, you know what, Drake went over to Disney, right? To actually work yes. for games and stuff Not like that. Not the rapper. No, 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 John Drake. <laughs> They're actually doing that. My, my prediction has been since everything went to shit. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, that's what, after Battlefront 2 and the loot boxes and all yeah, that yeah. crap. I was saying on Games Daily then that I think EA, or I'm sorry, Disney wants out of this deal. Mm -hmm. And I think now, with this happening, it's too little too late. But in terms of the exclusivity, I think that they're going to break up in terms of exclusivity, but mm -hmm. I do not think it's going to be salt the earth, you never work with us again. I think okay. it's going to be, cool, listen, this wasn't exactly what we wanted, but we got there in the end with a few things. Respawn, you continue to make Jedi games. You know, you keep making your Star Wars things. I'm sure whatever weird mobile thing EA's doing with them as well, I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the little stuff that's been going on, Battlefront obviously has gotten to a place that's really good. I would imagine if they, they want to investigate a battle, Battlefront 3, they would have them do that. But I do think that when this deals up, and when is that again? Does everybody remember? Because we were talking about uh, this when it all went bad yeah, with, with Battlefront. It. It, was, it was like, yeah, three years last year, I thought, or two years ago. Battlefront 2? When yeah. Battlefront 2 happened, I thought we had five or less on the clock okay. still. Maybe that would have yeah, been year so I think I think this might be year seven of the 10 year exclusivity deal. And so we have either two or three more left. I'm doing, I, I see yeah, doing Battlefront, research. Battlefront 2 came out in 2017. Battlefront 1, I want to say it came out in like 2015? There we go. The just says the deal will expire in 2023. 20, Greg's right, yeah. three years left. Yeah, I remember them. <clears throat> 
That's my right noise. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna get Battlefront three before twenty twenty three, right? Ooh. Like we have to. I mean, you say you have to, but then look at how much work they put into Battlefront two and made a big deal about celebration this year, right? Or last, or whatever, in the winter. And like, they're still adding stuff. Like they just announced like Scarif is coming to like a different mode or something. Like they're just there's a constantly. They, I mean, they went through game. enough work there, and I'm not even using this like facetiously or in a in an underhanded way. They went through enough work with that game that IGN re-reviewed that game, mm. which I think shows like that's uh, an incredible amount of work poured back into that game. And so I wonder what that did, yeah, for a Battlefront 3. Yeah. You'd imagine that, yeah, like, by 2023, not only will there be another Battlefront from EA, that there'll be another, at least... Jedi, yeah, I, <clears throat> It'll definitely be announced, and they'll definitely be targeting to have it out by then. Will it be out by then? I don't know. Yeah, because, what, 2023, <laughs> that's three years, right? Yeah. And, like, you imagine next year... Actually, no, when did Battlef Battlefield 5 come out? Battlefield 5? That was Battlefield V? Because they're usually, like, on a rotation between Battlefront 2018, right? and Battlefield. 2018 was Battlefield 5? Um, looking it up. Battlefield 5 Greg was 2018. Fucking nailed it. How about but this, everybody? My prediction is fall 2021, we get Battlefront 3. I feel okay. like that sounds about right. Okay. Because they'll want one on the on. But that would be the normal gen. plan, right? Because that, I mean, that would have been if everything went right and things did not go right with Battlefront 2. Yeah, it's true. Not to mention, how well, do you take your foot off the gas as... Well, no, I'm, 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 I'm out on a ledge here. I don't know enough about Battlefront 2. Have they put everything you could possibly imagine in terms of Star Wars stuff into there? Like, are, are mean, there dude, more planets to go fucking fight droids on or whatever? I don't know. There's a, I don't know, like, planets-wise, but, like, I see, like, fucking, like, character updates. I think they just added, like, the evil BB-8 to, like, as one of the heroes or some <laughs> shit that you can play as. There's a, there, there's a lot that going on. That game is fucking wild. But because, I, like, also, the the other question I asked you of, of you, because of the... Um, reception review wise and um now like uh with numbers and sales and stuff for star wars jedi do they change gears and maybe prioritize a follow-up to that as quickly as they can before they do a, another battlefront which already has like they have their core fan base but they know trying to sell that name to a larger audience is going to be a hard sell because of the launch of battlefront 2. You know, I think Battlefront you know. is still Battlefront, though. Like, I know <clears throat> Battlefront 2 definitely salted the earth in a, in a lot of ways, but, you know, with them kind of coming back with it and, like, kind of fixing a lot of those issues. And if you come out with Battlefront 3 and have the marketing for it be that, like, hey, you know, we're not doing microtransactions in the same, in the same way anymore. Like, we've heard all the cries. You know, we're going to be super clear in terms of how we're going to monetize this game and make the progression super clear to our audience. You know, I feel like you can then sell that game in that way. The... the the reason why I have that prediction is that it's going to come out is if you look at Battlefront, we look at DICE's output, right? 2015 Battlefront 1, 2016 Battlefield 1? Battlefield. That sounds right. Battlefield, Battlefield 1 was World War 1, right? And then 2017 Battlef Battlefront 2. Mm -hmm. 2018 was 2018 Battlefield, Battlefield 5. 5. From your wrong, before you even get there, mm -hmm. uh, no, don't worry about it. Okay. And then 2019, we didn't get a, a they were dice saying, game. Yeah, they were. Somebody said, and I deleted it apparently because it wasn't really a "you're wrong." Was mm -hmm. that they've released a Battlefront or Battlefield once a year, every yeah, year, back and with, forth, ex except with the this last, of last year. This last year, we got Star Wars: Jedi Fallen Order, which I assume is why we didn't get Battle or Battlefront Three. Mm -hmm. That plus the the controversy, right? Yeah. And you know, with the assumption that maybe development is kind of slowed on Battlefront Three because of the controversy and because they've been putting so much post-launch support into Battlefront Two. That's why I'm thinking next year, next fall. So next fall, meaning fall 2021, we get Battlefront 
three. Okay. Now okay. here's the where you get fucked. Yeah. Your wrong's calling out the fact that Lord of Pwn says EA has said the next Battlefield game is planned for 2021. Nanobiologist mm. puts in more information. Then what's this fall? EA re- reiterates its plan to release a new Battlefield game on next-gen consoles by March 31st, 2020. No, I'm sorry. By March 31st, 2022. The idea is that EA plans to skip the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X console launches in holiday 2020 and give DICE more time to develop their Frostbite engine for next gen and wait until the player base and install base um, matures. Interesting. Uh, this also makes sense to a lot of EA's internal studios that use it. This and this is what is I was going to say earlier is that dot com, who, was where I get all my news. It's, it's also messy because Battlefront has always been timed with new big movie releases. Right? Yeah, or no, really... actually that's... Uh, no, yeah, that's right. That uh, right. Battlefront 2 came out like a month before Last Jedi. Yeah, and Battlefront, and Battlefront 1 Battlefront came out right one. before Episode 7, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, Jedi right. Fallen Order was the one that was timed with this last movie. Yeah. And so, with them not having... Really any big movies. And Yeah, now, big movie, yeah, at least yeah. announced and on the docket, they wouldn't have an, anything to time a new Battlefront with, which, which is what throws a wrench in my whole thinking. Now, now Fallout here uh, says there was no new Battlefront game last year because it was mostly focused on the Rise of Skywalker DLC and updates. Uh, yeah, and they wouldn't okay. release one in the same year as Jedi Fallen Order. Um, or the same fall as Jedi Fallen yeah, Order. Yeah, probably. Follow me here, Bless. Instead of, you know, Battlefront next year, we, we know we're getting some sort of Battlefield 2021. Give me motherfucking Battlefield Bad Company 3. That's all I'm saying. That's mm. all I'm saying. Hmm. That's all I'm saying, man. That's all I'm saying, Bless. Give it to me. Charles J has a one here that says, Worth noting, EA only has exclusive rights to the core title. Casual games on mobile isn't included. Wouldn't be surprised if a potential new contract would perhaps expand casual to digital-only titles. An interesting note. But yeah, I definitely think the main console, whatever you want to call it, exclusivity is going to die. I can see it. I think, I think yeah. it's just like, they... You look around, I, again, I, and I know I beat the drum for them all the time, probably too much, but you look at Marvel games, and it's like, damn... What a brilliant way to handle IP. Yeah. And I'm sure Disney looks at that, especially now that everybody's owned by Disney, and is just like, that's a great way to do it, and how great would it be to see a small independent studio make something like The Mandalorian, right? Like, mm. hey, take this one little piece of lore and tell an episodic tale or do a platformer or whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. I think Tim <coughs> mentioned, though, when we were having this conversation on an early episode that, like, Star Wars is also no stranger to controversy, you know, in terms of their IP and in terms of how they've been received. Yeah. And so maybe the Battlefront 2 stuff, like, of course, a disaster isn't enough of a disaster for them to be like, let's pull everything. Let's totally get out of here, especially since EA seems to be on the comeback with their Star Wars titles. Yeah. But I'm somewhere in the middle because, like, I, I, I could easily see them pulling the Star Wars license from EA and doing what you're saying is like, hey, you guys get to keep Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and maybe a new Battlefront game, but we're going to start pitching the, the, these games out to other developers. I can see that, um, but at the same time, I wouldn't be too surprised if they just renewed it because it's the easy thing to do. I just don't think that's what's happening over there anymore. I mean, I could easily be wrong, obviously, mm. but I think that like you know, when all the Battlefront loot box shit was happening... And it went so high up the chain at Disney that there was conversations about like the big wigs talking to each other and be like, "What the fuck?" Like, once that eye of Sauron's on you, I don't think that it's just gonna be like, "All right, r- rubber stamp it." Like, uh-huh. I think it's going to be like a more nuanced decision. And again, I think the fact that I keep going back that they hired Drake, right? That they're obviously making inroads into actually trying to handle their IP like Marvel handles their IP for games. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's where they'd end up. Yeah, I would love to see them fish out stuff. Yeah, no, totally right. Let Mike Biff will do something. You know what I mean? God knows he's got to do something. 
sitting over there being British all the time. Star Wars Hex. There you go. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, number four on the Roper Report. The Behemoth's next game is dot dot dot. Uh, Behemoth tweeted today, grab hold of something and don't get abducted. Game five is coming. We are excited to share our next game in development, Alien Hominid Invasion. This reinvention of Alien Hominid HD will feature new gameplay, progression, mechanics, and more. Stay tuned for more details at PAX East. Uh, if you are like me and remember the name Alien Hominid but never played anything about it, Wikipedia says, Alien Hominid is an independently developed run and gun video game developed by the Behemoth. The game was developed for, for from a Flash game originally released on Newgrounds in wow. August 2002. That's awesome. O3 Entertainment released the game for PS2 and GameCube in North America in 2004. It eventually came to Xbox and all much stuff. Alien Hominid is a side-scrolling shooter in a similar vein to games like Metal Slug, where one hit instantly kills and has two-player simultaneous play. Players take over as the titular Hominid, who has to fend off waves of secret agents. His main arsenal is a blaster, while players can also melee close-up enemies and use a limited number of grenades. Advanced moves include rolling under shots, jumping on and biting off enemies' heads, temporarily scaring other enemies, and digging underground to drag new enemies down with them. Did you ever play Alien Hominid? No. Me neither. No. Yeah, no, that was what I was saying. It's, like, it's definitely a name that I saw, and I'm like, I know I should know this, but I don't know this. No, that's I really, I, I like the story of them starting off from Newgrounds, right. you know, and then porting to PlayStation 2 and GameCube. I feel like, in that era, that's that was not as heard of. Like I feel like now nowadays, right? Like indie development is kind of easier to transition from something like a flash game. Like I f was Super Meat Boy originally a flash game, or did I make that up in my head? Uh, that sounds familiar. There's a, there's certain games, or maybe I'm thinking of uh, N plus God of War. God of War, yeah, that yeah, was the one that was yeah. that was on Newgrounds. No, I remember N plus um, sounds right. I remember. Well. That. It, it's it's confusing because Celeste was also like a weird. Celeste was a, it was a console it was made for. Um, oh yeah. It wasn't oh, necessarily uh, a flash game, but it was like a. Was it made for the Ouya? Ouya. Yeah. No, no, but it, it was, was more so like, like a, the Ouya. You know how like the what's the cranking? Uh, oh, and that fucking thing. thing. I don't know the Jared Petty Dream Machine. Yeah, you know, but you know. How, I like, walked by that thing at PAX. I was like, oh you god. You know, it's like a cool like thing for developers to kind of make make games for, like a weird indie kind of thing. Celeste was like a similar situation where it wasn't made for the crank crank boy, but it was made for a specific um, a specific console that was made to emulate like early Atari stuff. Mm. But yeah, Apparently, it wasn't really. A, Apple, so yeah, Meat Boy was a Flash game. Yeah, yeah. Nanobiologist points out the original Meat Boy is an Adobe Flash game created by uh, Ed, of course, and programmed by Jonathan. The game was developed over a three-week period and released on Newgrounds on October fifth, two thousand eight. Uh, Anakin gives us a little bit more. Meat Boy was a Flash game. Super Meat Boy was, was for the console. console. Okay. Play Date is the gaming device you're talking about. Play That's date. from Lord of Fun. Yeah. The, I call it the Crank Boy. Yeah, that's a much better name. <laughs> I mean, is it though? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not, Play it's Date. Not really is. Is. <laughs> I hate it. Crank Boy sounds like something Nick would say. Yes. Okay. Well, that's not. Yes, that's 100% something Nick would say. That's, uh, you are not wrong about that. Um, yeah. Good for them. I know there's yeah. a lot of Behemoth fans. They were, you know. Behemoth was so hot for a while when indie when indie games first broke out and we were wrapping our heads around what a downloadable game was and stuff mm -hmm. and they had Castle Crashers. Holy yeah. shit! They were such they were the shit. Has yeah. that come to Switch yet? I don't know. I, I feel maybe it seems like it's come to everything. It was it's always definitely news a, it was it was announced for Switch, right? I, I know it was fucking hype as shit. Yeah, because that was the big thing. Um, and then finally, number five on the Roper Report. There's a new Final Fantasy VII remake trailer today. We will be doing a react to it live on the stream and then going up on all the normal podcast 
services. Does that go up as a podcast? Yes. Uh, first impression. Uh, trailer. It's not a first impression. No, it's so trailer reacts are only YouTube.com slash kind of fun. Kind of funny games. Uh, and that's it. Blessing. Yes. Did we find out if Cast Crushers is out yet? It is out. It is. Yes, September right, 17th. You can get on Switch right there. 2019. But that's an old game. If I wanted new games that were coming out today, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today? There's a lot. Which makes me think I did something wrong. But no, I think I did it right. Uh, Hyper Dot, Xbox One, PC, and Mac. Ash of God's Redemption, PS4. Willie Jetman, Astro Monkey's Revenge, PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Hypercharge, Unboxed on Switch. Oh, 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 Ascension, PS4. The Inner Friend, PS4. See that? We talked about The Inner Friend. On oh, PS, I love you. Uh, that's why I feel Good like, I'm, yeah. uh, that's why I feel like I'm, cop. I'm doing something. Uh, Kowiden. Azuma Manor Story on PS4, Saboteur on PS4, Bridge Constructor Ultimate Edition on Switch, Touchdown Pinball on Switch, Milo's Quest on Switch, a Rattalika game about a dog. Remember this one we looked at? Oh, yeah. Super Battle Cards on Switch, um, Reknum on Switch, uh, Not Tonight Take Back Control Edition on Switch, uh, Skate Master, Techieho on PC, Unlock the King 2 on PC and Mac, Hexon on PC and Mac, Hockey Manager 2020 on Steam today. The Open, multiplayer technical beta for Disintegration begins today, available on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, the latest Hunt Pass season for Dauntless has officially arrived as Etherpunk. It brings edgy neon vibes to Ramsgate. Have we tried out Disintegration? No. I played it at PAX. It's a pretty cool game. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Richard Wakeling at GameSpot reports, update version 1.10 is now live for Death Stranding on PlayStation 4. The patch adds some vague performance improvements and finally lets you disable one of the game's most irritating features. If you hop into the game settings on Death Stranding's title screen, you'll now find a new toggle for the BT encounter warning. This warning would previously happen every time you encountered a BT-infested area, fo forcing you to watch an unskippable cutscene of Sam Bridges or... or Odradek. Odradek, really? I just always saw the thing. Uh, uh, springing into action. The new toggle lets you choose whether this extended warning continues to appear each time you encounter BTs, or if it only occurs the first time you come face-to-face -face with the game's spectral enemies. Is that one of the most irritating features of that game? No. Because I didn't even Everybody care wants to it. complain. I loved creeping by the BTs, everybody. I loved it when I had my little knife and I could cut them loose. Spoilers, I don't think you're probably there no, yet. No, I'm not there. But it's whatever. You, you thought, you know, you eventually... You, you can, can, like, them. free them? Yeah. Whoa. Like, thank you, Sarah. Whoa. They don't really do that. Uh, but no, you can do that. Uh, 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 one and only, Barrett Courtney. You brought up a trailer for one of the games we read. Which one is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, sorry. I'm scared. No audio. Should we have audio? Is the TV up? I don't know. Who turned it down? It might be my This is the right remote. Oh, there, there it is. is. We have a spaceman. Oh, he's... He's in space? He's in space in his bedroom. The perfect opportunity. <laughs> Reading a newspaper. And nothing would ever be the same. Oh. Okay, we're spacemen, we're shooting stuff. This looks like, um... Like Jetpack. Like the old Rare game, except... Oh. With more action going on. I won't lie to you. With the start of the trailer, I was like, this game's an old like crap. The gameplay, that's pretty looks good. It's all right, yeah. yeah. 
Is it on Vita? It should be on Vita. It's on Switch. But what about the Vita? Willie, Willie Jetman, Jet oh. Astro Monkey's Revenge. There it is. Now we understand what we're watching. Wow, okay. Tell you what, that's a, that's a title that you laugh out of the room. I watched that, I'm there. I'm in. Bear, I need you to slack me about Willie Jetman. So I remember to pick up Willie Jetman, all right? All right, cool. Thank you very much. Is this, is it part of the Solar Jetman series? Or am I crazy? I'm probably, cr I'm crazy. I mean, I've, I've never heard of this uh, Solar Jetman series, so. I'm crazy. Okay. I have to be crazy. Well, I mean, uh, first off, it's got Jetman in the title, so yeah, it doesn't, it sounds like, like it's definitely, and like, I'm looking at the, off your screen at some of the graphics here. It looks similar, but Jetman was created <coughs> by, like, Rare. Well, that's why this one's called Willy Jetman, like, they're clearly, like, like well, we you can't get the property. It's more, okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would make sense if it's, like, an inspired by, that definitely has to be it. Uh, new dates for you, uh, Azure Striker Gunbolt Striker Pack comes to PlayStation 4 on April 23rd. Bless. Yes. Are you ready for some reader mail? I am. Good, you have to wait though. Oh no. Uh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for reader mail. You can write in at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by G.I. Joe War on Cobra. Yo, Joe! G.I. Joe and Cobra are back in G.I. Joe War on Cobra. Will you join the Joes and fight for justice or will you seek world domination with Cobra? Pausing the ad for a second. Mm -hmm. I find the interest is war on Cobra, but I can join Cobra if I want right? to. Right? It's right? awesome. Is it what? It's like getting to play as like Thanos and his people if you're playing an Avengers game. His you people. Know? <laughs> his people. Uh, the choice is yours. G.I. Joe War on Cobra is a free download and out now for both Android and iOS devices. Uh, whether you're a fan of the classic animated series, the iconic toy line, comics, or all the above, G.I. Joe War on Cobra has something for everyone. It has a massive roster featuring the most beloved and infamous heroes, villains, and vehicles featured in the series. Nick grew up wanting to be a Joe, and Greg, that's me, always wanted to scream like Cobra Commander. Uh, now you can in this game. Once you've chosen your side, players will be introduced to the game's mechanics via Roadblock, for Joes, and Baroness, for Cobra. You'll learn how to manage your base, units, vehicles, and engage in battles to help you get a feel for managing your troops. As you continue with the single-player campaign missions, more options for reinforcing your army with additional units, heroes, and vehicles begin to pop up. But... That's just the beginning. G.I. Joe War on Cobra also features PvP and a ranked leaderboard. You'll need to fight hard for your faction, build out and defend your base strategically, and master the art of directing troops to conquer your foes. Uh, while you're here, we have a special in-game gift from D3Go as a token of appreciation for checking out G.I. Joe War on Cobra. We're giving away two free characters uh, for all new players to help reinforce your army. Joes can look forward to picking up a free bazooka, the G.I. Joe Missile Specialist, uh, while Cobra followers can add a Missile BAT, the Battle Android Trooper, to their squad. In the meantime, don't forget that knowing is half the battle. Check out the description below for the link or head to d3go.com slash kfgames to download G.I. Joe War on Cobra and receive your free gift for your mobile device. Uh, next up is Robinhood. 2020 is the perfect time to start thinking about 2040. With Robinhood, you can invest in the markets and earn interest with a competitive APY or, or I'm sorry, on uninvested cash. Uh, they make it easy to get started and learn as you grow with an intuitive app experience and no commission fees on trades. Uh, and stock prices don't have to hold you back. You can buy a piece of a company you love for as low as $1 and build your portfolio a little at a time. Buy one share, buy half a share, three and a quarter shares. It's up to you, your budget, and your goals. Your first stock is on the house when you set up your account. Go to games.robinhood.com to learn more and claim your free stock. 
Annual percentage uh, yield APY on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. The free stock offer is subject to terms and conditions. All investments involve risk. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. Fees, fees, fees. And that's it. Now here's what I'm going to tell you about. You can go back to the watch out. Thank you so much. In the middle of the Cobra ad, mm -hmm. I realized I missed the most important out today. Because I got caught up in the Death Stranding thing, spoiling BT stuff for you. Mm. I left this bullet point out. This is a cautionary tale for everybody, all right? Today is the final day for you to sign into DC Universe Online and use the free character advance. Everyone gets to celebrate the anniversary with one free character advance to CR255. This is PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC. And, or, I'm sorry, or, CR100 on Nintendo Switch. I urge you all to do this, all right? Thank you. I just want you to know. I, I did it today, because I'm behind my Taylor Swift. She's a Green Lantern, as you all know now, but technically behind on my, my combat rating because it was still set from when I was playing. So I had to go in there, I did it, got, I downloaded it, super easy. It's simple. Go do it right now. We can wait. Well, I guess you oh. could have paused the show. I was you could have paused say, the we're show. Actually waiting. Well, I was, wait, I was gonna wait, but oh. I figured, you know what, they can pause the show, yeah. do it that pause way. The show, do Instead, it. we'll go over to the nanobiologist who writes in and says, Happy Friday, Greg and Blessing. Square has announced that they'll be doing a concert series for Final Fantasy VII Remake, and that got me thinking, what games besides a, besides a Platinum, Square, or Legend of Zelda game uh, would fit really well with an orchestral tour? Oh. What would be your top picks? I would absolutely love a Halo tour with, with, similar to the Legend of Zelda tour, where they conducted a song with the Wind Waker, uh, Halo 2 or 3 music conducted with a plasma sword. Thanks, the nanobiologist. Mm -hmm. This is a good one. Does Persona already yes. have orchestra? Or in, not even orchestra. They have that have show that... In Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is a lot of them have them already, right? I, yeah. I, obviously, yeah. I jumped Metal Gear, but Metal Gear already did it. Yeah. And, and like, guess I was what? Gonna, I couldn't be bothered to go because I really don't want to do this. And I was going to say Assassin's Creed, but they already do one, too. Wow. They oh, yeah, they too? do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say really Undertale. Cool. I think Undertale. Ooh. The Undertale soundtrack is yeah, one of my top three soundtracks. Rad. And so I would love some sort of. If it ever happens, bless you and me, we're going. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. Even if it's in like Japan, we go. Even though I don't know why, I, would, I guess they could be in Japan because Toby Fox is interesting. But like, I'm totally in for mm -hmm. that. That and Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That would be tough. I think that'd be cool. I mean, that wouldn't be orchestral, but like, Just get a, a bunch. Of, yeah, like get a bunch of bands. Even if it's like cover bands. If you're doing that, care. then Crazy Taxi. Oh, which yeah. I guess is just an offspring concert, but I'd yeah. still go. Yeah. Why well, I say I go, I wouldn't really go. You know what I mean? I'd be mm. totally into that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good enough. Oh, one more. Uh, sure. Banjo Kazooie. I love a banjo concert. That soundtrack is great. Have you been following Bless all this Warcraft Reforged no, three stuff? Not at all. Will wrote in to try to get a recap of it. I know people are mad. Let's see if Will can explain it to us. All right. Hello again. Hello again, Greg and Blessing. Warcraft three Reforged was recently launched on Tuesday, and boy howdy, fans are more pissed than an orc who has been clicked on too many times. It's a World of Warcraft reference. Oh. Uh, Blizzard made grand promises of epic cutscene remasters with dynamic camera angles, a revamped UI, and new dialogue to bring the game more in line with World of Warcraft. Most of these features were far short of those promises or dropped entirely. Additionally, there are a host of connectivity problems and a lack of features that even the original launch had. I'm sorry, and a lack of features that even the original launch had, such as competitive ladders. The final straw for many is that Blizzard has inserted language into the acceptable use policy that effectively gives them ownership of any custom games built by... I'm sorry. Any custom games that players create within the software. It's been a rough few, four months for Blizzard, but 
Do they have any hope of making this right and satisfying gamers? Or are we seeing the continued downslide of a once great company that is now ruled by their corporate owners? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, th this, uh, I saw, this question was already in, obviously, but mm. then uh, as Thanos wrote in and said, not that you're wrong, but thought it was worth mentioning that Warcraft 3 Remaster, uh, or Reforged, right, has a 0.8 on Metacritic due to a heap of issues, including multiple feature, fe multiple feature from the original game not being in the remaster and the original version no longer being playable. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of the thing where it's just like, this is such an in the weeds, like, you're a fan of it. So, like, it's, it, you understand all the things that it's missing yeah. that so much of us don't have. Because, like, Will has a sentence here is, like, the final straw for many is that Blizzard, and it goes on to say, I think I read it, I'm like, well, wow, the final straw is that? Um, but, you know, I hear, like, I, I mean, if, you know, if I was a huge fan of any particular game, right, and yeah. they, like, re-released it and it was missing a bunch of features, I can understand being upset, right? If they put out Super Mario Brothers 64, and it was missing like half the levels and I'd be upset. And so, now, like, at no point am I trying to ever shit on user scores. But it's worth pointing out, I think something that gets missed here, right, is that the .8 Metacritic is the user score. The Metacritic oh, okay. score for critics is 63, which is still oh. not like, oh man, what a ringing endorsement by mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination. But also, there's very few reviews right now. I'm looking at what, it looks like there's six critic scores in here. Uh, WCCF Tech being the highest at 75. Mm -hmm. Then Eurogamer Italy with a 70. Game Space with 60. Multiplayer with 60. Digital Trends with 60. Gamer.no with a 50. Yeah, user scores. Because when you when you said 0.8 originally, I was like, wow, that's that's really rough. But yeah, like, when it comes to user scores, right, it is. That, that's where they vent. Yeah, no, that's the thing is that like you're gonna have most of the people that are the most upset going in there in order to score things super badly. Not saying that they don't have any justification to do so. Oh, no, but, no, no, like, no. You know, they're, they're going to be the most vocal, and so it makes sense that they would have a score that low on the user score. Um, because if somebody is like, it was all right, you know, they're probably not going to show up to Metacritic or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm looking right now at a Forbes article from Paul Tassi. Yeah, and it's just, Blizzard is not exactly a developer looking for any more bad news after the last couple underwhelming years, and yet they have blundered into what could be one of their biggest controversies yet. The rather horrendous release of Warcraft 3 Reforged. Fans were previously looking forward to a remastered, upgraded version of Warcraft 3 back when the idea was announced. WoW Classic went pretty well, and everyone thought that uh, Worldcraft, or Warcraft 3, with some improvements uh, it would bring into the modern area, would be a slam dunk. Instead, it's more like Blizzard tried to throw a buzzer beater from their, their own foul line and hit a small child in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the ways Warcraft 3 Reforged has disappointed players have been numerous, and in some cases bizarre. Mm. There are missing cutscenes that were promised and used as part of the core game's marketing. The game is buggy, crashes frequently, and somehow actually made the UI worse than the original. Reforged has actually stripped away features from the original game, somehow as well, and this list is probably only half the issues fans have with the release. In, sh in short, it's a disaster. Wow. And it very well might be a record-setting disaster at that. Wow. This is them going into the critic scores here. And I guess this is the thing where we're talking about the 0.8. Uh, yeah, you know, 0.8 out of 10 score. After, after more than 6,100 reviews, Warcraft 3 Reforged is currently sitting at a 0.8 out of 10 score. A score so low, I'm sure it, has been, it hasn't been achieved by many votes before, if ever. Yeah, given all that, right, and looking at Will's question of do they have any hope of making this right and satisfying, and satisfying gamers, or are we seeing the continued downside of a, of a once great company that is now ruled by their corporate owners? I'd love to hear your thoughts. This sounds like an, 
I don't want to say isolated incident because like there have been quite a few incidents with Blizzard recently, but I feel like this doesn't necessarily connect to say the the Hearthstone tournament stuff, yeah, of right? Blitz like Junk. the yeah, the Blitzjunk situation, right? Which doesn't necessarily connect to how they uh, announced the mobile game the year prior. Right. Yeah. The, oh, you don't or, have phones? Yeah, like that 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 whole debacle. Right? I feel like all these are these are all separate PR disasters. Yeah, these are all separate isolated <laughs> incidents that I feel like have nothing nothing to or very very little to do with each other. Yeah. In the way that you can't really connect them and be like, oh yeah, this is the downside or this is the downfall of Blizzard, um, a once great company. Like I think, you know, as far as what we've seen from Blizzard's output recently, like Blizzard's still like they're still making good games aside from this one apparently. Um, and like it's it's a hard thing to judge on that level until we see like okay let's see what the next Diablo game looks like at release right yeah. let's see what Overwatch two looks like and let's see you know let's see what their out, out, output looks like in the next over the like, next one or two years to really like make that judgment of the downfall the quote unquote downfall of Blizzard now they've had a bad PR year for sure yeah of course like you know I I think I think that could be something we look at and be like yeah like is there anything is there anything they could do to satisfy gamers with this. I mean, they could fix the game, but even that, like... It's the normal thing of, like, you only get to launch once. Yeah. These are the headlines now for Reforged. If Blizzard puts out a statement tomorrow, like, hey, we hear you, we were under the gun to get it out, we needed to do whatever to make the date, we're going to make this right, we're going to fix the thing. Mm -hmm. That will go as far as to be like, all right, cool, I'm glad you're trying, but why did you release it this way? Um, As somebody pointed out, and you're wrong, right? Yeah, Kebab says, it's worth noting that the controversy goes deeper. Blizzard's policy is to not allow refunds if you've launched the game. Uh, And they're banning people on their forums who are offering refund workarounds despite false advertising. Mm. So it's like, They've soured that reputation. They've yeah. soured that title of the game. And what? So even if it is that they're going to fix it, that's six to nine months from now that you get the game you were promised already. Like it is yeah. another blow to their reputation. With again, their hardest core, hardest of hardcore fans. Yeah. Let's say you wanted to separate yourself from the Blitzchung stuff and think, well, that's that's Blizzard as an esports thing. That's a different wing of the company. Now you're seeing them put out a game, a remaster, right, reforged edition of a game that everybody loved. After WoW Classic did go over well. People loved WoW Classic. Like, here you are, like, it's them selling another ventricle of their blizzard heart, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think for for this, right, like, as, as far as them coming back from it, at least from, like, for this specific situation, I feel like if, if No Man's Sky can do it, anybody can do it. Like, I remember the No Man's Sky situation happening in real time, right, where that game comes out and everybody's like, oh, the, there's no multiplayer, there's no this feature, there's no this feature, right? And people then... Like having clips of interviews with the devs saying that there will be certain features, right? Like that was probably one of the biggest PR fiascos of the generation. And if you look at No Man's Sky now, right, like they're thriving. Like everybody, sure. maybe not everybody, but a lot of people love No Man's Sky. Like there's a community there and that community is growing and it's, get, and it's getting stronger. And, you know, they could, they could announce their next game now and it not, not come be under, the end like, of the world. Yeah. yeah, not be the end of the world, right? Not have to like shut down the studio. And so. But if, even that, like that's. I agree with you that that's obviously the redemption story, I mm-hmm. think, of, of games in, the, in recent memory. But the problem there is that Hello Games, you know, went from Joe Danger to No Man's Sky. Like, there wasn't expectations, yeah. really, on terms of who they were. Yes, they overpromised. Yes, they, they cut features and did all these different things. Still, the game you got ran and was fun. I, IMO. I enjoyed original vanilla No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And so when they eventually fixed it and, you know, did it, I think there was just... Less to it than Blizzard fucking this up. Blizzard yeah. fucking up. Wow, you know what I mean? Or yeah. Warcraft, Warcraft. Yeah, which is why, which is why I'm like, I, 
I'm thinking of it in terms of just this specific situation, like isolated. Yeah. Right. I think they could come back. And granted, I don't know, you know, to all the different extents that this thing is screwed up because it sounds like it's lacking a lot. Yeah. So maybe some of these things are things that are unfixable. I have no idea. But you know, if they do come come back like nine to twelve months and have this thing running at the full like the way that it should be, the way that it should have released. Yeah. Right. Like there are definitely going to be people. There are going to be a lot of people that are just soured forever and will not trust Blizzard to like put out games like this again and I think that's like I think that's that's valid um but I think they could I think they could turn this into its own comeback story it won't be No Man's Sky because that was such a a, a greater thing and like you know it was coming from a smaller developer who like you know th their reputation is different from the reputation of Blizzard as sure. this big company that is doing all these big different things that shouldn't have released a game in this state but uh I, I think there's hope that they could bring back some of the, the lost will. And my thing about it, and again, I'm completely talking out of turn here. I do not have a history with Blizzard. I do not know the Blizzard everybody. I mean, I love Diablo 3, but and well, I guess I love Diablo, period. But like, I, I, didn't, I, I don't know them and everything else and all the different, what's happened since, uh, you know, ownerships have changed, yada, yada, yada. Is this the corporate overloads, overlord lords on it? Impossible to say, but I doubt it is the CEO screaming, uh, screaming down at them. It is the idea that, you have a milestone, you need to ship this game, it is just a remaster. We're not going to make it, start cutting features, start cutting this thing, maybe we can patch them in later, hopefully it won't be a big deal. I don't, who, where it all broke down, I don't know, yeah. but it, it would have to be pressure from somewhere above. I doubt from the top of the company, I doubt from the people who, you're, maybe your shareholders, I don't know. They're, they're, yeah. Like that's what forces games out. But yeah, like I imagine been. like somewhere along the line, people were like, "This needs to come out now because yeah. of scheduling, and because if we push this, then we push something else, and we can't have like we can't let the ripple effect of this thing getting pushed <laughs> then affect the the whole company or affect the sect of the company. Yeah. And so maybe that 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 was probably the situation here. You know, which sucks, right? But yeah. It's uh, yeah, like I can't I can't even make an excuse for it. It's just like, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's hard to be outside of the you know that's such a in the shit kind of thing. Yeah, you have to be there. I can tell you why I'd be mad about Patapon, right? Like I can't help you. Why I'd be yeah. mad about World of Warcraft? I feel you. Yeah, I know you feel me. Um, I want to end with this one from the Sheep Whisper, who wrote into Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames, just like you can to be part of the show. Happy twelve-hour stream day, kind of funny games daily crew. Uh, with this coming Sunday, Super Bowl. This is a serious show, sir. This is a serious what is happening game right now? Show. Toilet toad. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have Jesus. a toilet toad invasion here on Game Oh, oh my god. Hurry up so we can start the fun part of the stream. Also, oh. don't forget to tweet your toilet toads at Tim Gettys. It's rare that we get mop, mop. a new character that I'm not somehow involved in. Mop, mop. I like toilet toad, right? <laughs> Ma, ma, yeah, 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 yeah. This is upsetting. This is very upsetting. Is that interesting? He didn't hop out there, but he's out. Oh God! So did legs this morning. Oh man! Andy, I don't know, like, how much more we need to give you for you to make a fucking shirt of toilet toad. You know what I mean? I used to work at office job. Thank you, Jesus. I used to work at a desk. Yeah, yeah. I used to answer emails. It's been a week. It's been a month of this, right? It's been a month. You ready? There's toilet paper on my teeth. Final questions from the Sheep Whisper. Uh, with this coming Sunday being Super Bowl Sunday, and with the end of the the end of this year being the release of next generation of consoles, what do you think is the likelihood of seeing some kind of world premiere announcement in the gaming sphere during the commercial breaks? 
Oh. I like that question. Because oh. it is definitely something I had not thought of. Yeah, I didn't think about this either. I, oh man. I think the only possibility is just an Xbox Series X ad. There will 100%. be, an, there will, yeah, there will be an Xbox Series X commercial. I think that's all we get. That's what I thought too, is yeah. Xbox is the one to do it. The we, I, but I don't think it'll be like brand new, right? I think it'll probably be the Game Awards. If you did yeah, it, it would be what you exactly. showed at Game Awards. Yeah, no, yeah. I, th I think it'll be that. Well, because maybe... the problem the problem is Super Bowl ads cost so much fucking money that everybody teases before they have a Super Bowl ad. So the fact that PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, right, have I mean, been, haven't been like, I'd watch, wink, you know. Like, last like, year, they did the Xbox Adaptive Controller as an ad, and I don't believe that came were out. Were we teased now? Was it teased? The Xbox Adaptive Controller commercial? I wouldn't, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I think given that, I could easily, easily, easily see... Yeah, it's not like Xbox Sony's tweeting Xbox. out, oh, Knack died. Come see on <laughs> February 2nd. Come, uh, to, come to Knack's funeral during the Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah. Something to keep in the back of your head as you get ready yeah, for all these I give, ads. I give it a 75% of Xbox, wow. six, Xbox Series X. I give it a 55% of a new game. Wow, you're pretty confident you're getting yeah. something. Actually, see, I'm less confident you're gonna get anything. Actually, give me lower, lower it down to 25% for a new game. Now that I think about it, that never really happens. But who knows? Halo Infinite, you never know. You know? Yeah, you never know. Yeah. What if there's a game within Halo Infinite that gets announced? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time Halo to squad Final. up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Will needs help on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, he is Torbanok on both of those. T-O-R-B-A-N-N-O-K. Torbanok says, What's shaking, best friends? With the announcement of the recent GTA Online and Red Dead Online bonuses, I've decided to jump in and try to wrap up. <laughs> Why are you just Toilet Toad is doing things just for me now. Like, I don't know, this doesn't help Toilet Toad at all. Uh, I've decided to jump in and try to wrap up some trophies on PS4 for those sweet Platinums. Also, I'm going to be in the newly announced final, uh, sorry, Fantasy Star Online 2 beta for Xbox, one next weekend, February 7th and 8th. And would like to party up some best friends for that. Anyone can sign up for it through the Xbox Insider Hub. My handle on both services is Torbanok. Uh, let's squad up and conquer this together. If you want to play any of those games with Torbanok, hit them up. Remember, you can get it in the, the YouTube description. You're wrong, of course, is where you watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, podcast service around the globe. Um, let's see what we got in here. Uh, Tagless02 says, Celeste was originally made for the Pico 8. That's what it was. Which is playable into the Celeste Hotel level. Uh, Kebab says, there was an Undertale live concert that happened what? earlier this month. It was conducted what? by Toby Fox and allowed what? the audience to make choices that influenced the performance. What the fuck? Bear, how did we miss this? I don't know. Yo, this where's my invite? Toby Fox next Romando time said, is there too saying there is an Undertale concert in Chicago. The audience participates. He's making it sound like it's what still going, fuck? so it's worth a Google. Fair, the audience kinda... decides what routes genocide pacifist. The music play change depending on the route. Man. Um, it's for Undertale though. I thought we talked about that. But just he's saying that of course with more reason why people are pissed off about Reforged is that they removed the original Warcraft 3 from Battle.net. So if you boot up Warcraft 3, it's the old skins, but the new buggy infrastructure. Oh, so everybody's boy. pissed about that. Um. Barrett, me and you, oh. Chicago. 
God, dude, again. Guys, breaking news. Not really, but you're wrong for sure. Nanobiologist says The Verge reported before the Super Bowl, Microsoft would have... Oh, this is for last year. Uh, okay. The Verge reported before the Super Bowl that Microsoft would have an ad, ad during the event. Gotcha. So I stand okay. by it, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, Anakin's back to say, yeah, it was teased before the Super Bowl with okay. the 60-second version. Then I'm lowering it down to four... Mm, to 35% we see an Xbox ad. <laughs> okay. Wow. And I'm lowering the game reveal reveal um, percentage down to 5%. Wow. Yeah. Damn. No, yeah, I, t- I totally... Harsh over the last fair? five minutes, I've... Harsh but fair? ...come to the realization that dreams are dead. Wow. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Kind of Funny is Far From Dead. We're celebrating five years, of course, with a 12-hour stream. This was hour one. A toilet Toad will be here the rest of the show, I guess. I don't know. We're going to keep on streaming, but before we close out Games Daily for everybody listening or watching later, uh, let's run through next week. Next week, looks like this for hosts. Monday, Blessing and Tim. Tuesday, Blessing and Imran. Wednesday, Greg and Tim. Thursday, Greg and Witta. That's right. Gary Witta Thursday. Friday, Greg and Blessing. Worth pointing out, the Gamescast will record on Wednesday. It's going to be the 30 most iconic Nintendo games. And then Kind of Funny will be streaming next Thursday, uh, 2 p.m. Uh, it's going to be Dreams. Yeah. I don't know if that Thursday actually checks out. I think it might be Friday. Uh, yeah, that might be Friday. I, I didn't update that part. But we're streaming Dreams next week, so be part of that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, thank you so much for watching. It's been a fun month with you. Uh, we have a lot of more months to do. Of course, we have 11 more hours of streaming to happen here live. So if you're catching this later, feel free to tune in and see how drunk we are. Uh, but for Games Daily, remember, nerdy video game news, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. I'm Greg, that's Blessing. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.